Betches Media presents Betches Moms with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Get ready to lock yourself in the bathroom or wherever else you hide from your kids because you'll literally never be alone again. Hello and welcome back to Betches Moms. I'm Aileen. And I'm Brittany. And yeah, we're back with another episode. It's just me and Brittany today. And just to remind you guys who we are, why we're here. Um, we are your new mom friends. I'm not a mom yet. I'm pregnant with my first child. <laughs> and Brittany <laughs> is also pregnant, but with her second child. Congratulations. Second boy. Second boy. Me, first girl. And we're just here to sort of make you laugh, make you feel okay about your life choices and share our own experiences so you don't feel like you're the only one going through this stuff because we know from experience that we feel lonely. Pregnancy can feel very lonely. Being a mom can feel very lonely. So we're here for you guys. <laughs> so Brittany, should we just like kind of catch up? What? What? How far are you along today when we were recording this today when we're recording up 27 weeks and i know that because my what to expect when you're expecting app just emailed me and told me because i truly am not on top of it this pregnancy you're probably like waiting for the week to come i have three apps and i check them all (laughs) like on the day it's so funny because i was like that with my first and this pregnancy, I forget. That's so funny. That's exactly like the video that you made on Betches <laughs> and Betches Moms about like the difference between first pregnancy and second. So accurate. Um, you just like, for, and also that TikTok or or reel that you posted about like middle child. Like I don't know her. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. So congrats. Twenty seven weeks. Wow. What does that feel like? That's not the third trimester yet, right? Or is it? I should know. 28 is the third trimester. 28. 28. Yeah. So I'm like right at the cusp. And I have to tell you, my fatigue is coming back like hard. I'm just feeling so tired because you like when you're in the second trimester now, right? Yeah. I'm glowing. (laughs) You're glowing. You're feeling good. Like you could finally like live life now. And last time we spoke, you were so sick. Yeah. How do you how are you feeling now? I've definitely got my pep back in my step. I'm feeling a lot more energetic. However, I did throw up like literally yesterday. Um <clears throat> 18 weeks. <laughs> so it's like please stop. But I did stop taking my anti-nausea meds. Um so I and I ha- I haven't thrown up and I sleep through the night. So just so even though I had a little, you know, hiccup or throw up yesterday, the last like week has been pretty good. And and when I say pretty good compared to what it was before, it's amazing. So yeah. in general, it's pretty good. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's how I'm feeling. And it's just fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm so I'm supposed to get my glucose test next week. And that's when they test you for gestational diabetes. And I actually pushed it up to this to tomorrow I'm going (gasps) because I've been getting really sick. I know I told you this in the past when I eat, I get this really like bloated feeling and I threw up from it the other day and it's not your typical 
I'm so full because I'm pregnant feeling like I, I sweat, I get nauseous. Oh, wow. I like, I'm like panting. I like can't get comfortable and I'm, and it won't go away. And I got to the point where I'm like, okay, like maybe this is something more serious. And when I called my doctor about it, he said, it definitely sounds like it's nutrition related, but he can't say that it'll definitely be gestational diabetes. It could be so many different things. It could just be a sugar sensitivity. Right. So, I pushed it to tomorrow and I'm praying that everything's okay. And I mean, look, even if it, it do, I end up having gestational diabetes, I know that it's super common and it doesn't mean that it was my fault, which like, you know, a lot of people feel that way, but um, I'm just trying to like the past couple of days, I've been really watching what I'm eating and hopefully everything's okay. When do you notice it happens? Is it like, is there a pattern? It happens like as early as a half hour after I eat a meal. Any meal though? Like, is there a pattern in what you're eating? Like I, I typically eat carby foods. I, I'm not like the best eater, especially with my pregnancy. I'm totally into my bagels and my pancakes. And if you follow Betcha's Moms, you see that I love my Kodiak protein pancakes, which like I kind of feel like are healthy, but maybe they're not. Well balanced. Um, <laughs> um, so, but I do find that if I, and you know, I wake up in the morning and I'm so hungry. So I stuff my face and it's definitely more so in the morning. So then I was like, okay, maybe I'll eat half a bagel or um, maybe yeah. you know, yesterday I was like, I'm going to eat oatmeal with peanut butter and berries. And it still happened. So now I'm oh. just like, okay, what's going on? What if you eat eggs? Try that one. I, so I had eggs this morning Uh huh. and I didn't feel sick. Oh, I know there is a clue. <laughs> so in, I, I started to like feel I wasn't 100 percent. I was texting my sisters. I was like, OK, so here's the update. Here's what I'm feeling right now. I ate eggs with tomatoes and cheese. And I did have a slice of bread because I felt like I needed a little bit. Yeah. And um, I didn't feel as sick as I normally would, which is a telltale sign. But again, like I have no idea. I have no idea what this is. It's really a mystery, like, because it's also new. I've also noticed, first of all, I hope you get answers and I hope you start feeling better soon because that's, that's, I, after you eat too much and then you have to like, and then you're sitting, have the meat sweats 24 seven, like that's not fun. So I really hope you get down to the bottom of it. And again, like, like you said, even if it is gestational diabetes, you know, like everybody, there's no it doesn't like target anyone who's doing something bad. It's like kind of it's either genetic and sometimes people have it for one pregnancy and another, unlike what I thought literally until like before um, I had uh, on diet star tomorrow, we had Tracy Lockwood Beckerman on who's like a pretty small person and she had gestational diabetes. And I thought like a lot of other people, you have to be like overweight to have gestational diabetes. And it's like your fault. Um, like you said, but that is a myth. So I was very excited. And she was doing everything right. Oh yeah. She's a dietitian. And Good point. Yeah. So we really, and I, I had actually texted her. I texted her. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and I asked her if she, she didn't have any symptoms, but I was talking to her about it and she was like, yeah, it's all based on your hormones. That's just what it is. It's really crazy. Um, that's what I'm saying. But so it, it really is a mystery. Like, so before being pregnant, I was like working on like intuitive eating and, um, you know, like getting out of the whole like diet cycle, because I always felt like I can't have no, I have no, like I have to keep eating. Like there, you know how people say like, Oh, 
stop me. Like I have no control. So, you know, I really felt, I always believe that that's not true deep down. Like I have, like I have control, but it shouldn't come from a place of like diet. It should come from a place of within. So I've been practicing doing eating fast forward to now. I really is this is physical, like, like stopping point, like this wall, like when I'm eating, which has never happened to me in my life. And I know it is not because of any intuitive eating that I'm doing. I know it's physical coming from this pregnancy so much so that like I was eating like a, a shrimp dumpling, shrimp shumai. I had a stop in the middle of the bite, which has never happened. <laughs> I have never put down food in the middle of a bite. Um, and I had to stop it. I was like, oh, I can't eat one more thing. And it's not because I ate so much. It was just like, I am done. Like I'm full. It comes out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. It's so weird. Yeah. And additionally, another thing that I've noticed is that it, a lot of people ask, do a lot of people ask you like, oh, what are you craving yes. all, the time, all the time, especially guys? Uh-huh. Um, I crave nothing weird, like almost nothing weird. I haven't had any weird cravings. The thing that I really noticed was a change is that I'm a, I was a huge dessert person. Like I love my favorite food is cookies, <laughs> like just love. And now dessert, like, ew, it's just, it's not even a version. I'm just like, I don't need that. And it's yeah. the weirdest thing. It's weird. It's funny because I always, I say, I don't have cravings. I have aversions. Mm-hmm. And like, even though you're saying the cookies, are, it's, you don't have an aversion to it. You just don't want it. I just don't want it. Like I see it there and it's sitting there for weeks. Yeah. And I'm like, I just don't Rusty will like eat these cookies that I get from Whole Foods. And he's like, oh, can, how many can I leave you? And I'm like, just leave me one. And before that, I'd be like, leave me half the pack, please. Yeah. <laughs> and and then he's like three days later, he's like, I can't. This is not fair. Like I've left you one three days ago. You need you eat it or it's fair game. <laughs> it's it's all. But it's not. But I'm not I'm not like I'm not like congratulating. My, it doesn't chi- you know, I'm a man. I think it's just like this hormonal thing. Like you want pickles. It's like a, you know, I don't want pickles, but people say you want pickles because it's like salty over overwhelms the sweet sensation, but it's just interesting. It really is. And I, I remember with my first pregnancy, like I'm a chocoholic obsessed with chocolate have to have, and it has to be dark chocolate every single night before bed. My first pregnancy, I couldn't even look at chocolate. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. This pregnancy, I like it. I like my sweets as pregnancy. Um, But just like, I don't crave it in the same way. And in my first trimester with Oliver, my first, all I wanted was apples. I think I ate like two to three apples a day, but they had to be cold (laughs) and crunchy. And does he like apples? he, He loves apples. Loves. That's crazy. That's funny. Yeah. And this pregnancy, the first trimester, I was eating two to three clementines a day and again they had to be cold but i didn't want apples that's so weird you have to see if this child likes clementines then we know we've done our research like this is all the research you need (laughs) oh i I thought of one thing that i do love literally i can eat one every day an english muffin i am obsessed with english muffins (laughs) also cream cheese i cannot do without Uh, obsessed with cream cheese and english muffins but i've always loved cream cheese but those two things are just my, they're, they're getting me through this time. How about cream cheese on a cinnamon raisin English muffin? Because that's oh. my favorite. Whipped, whipped cream cheese. That is, that's heaven. I could eat it with a spoon.
What about like your body? How are you feeling about your body? Because you're obviously like you're bigger that you're for further along than me. So things are and you're going to third. Yeah. So I'm feeling like I'm out of that phase where I'm like, I don't have to like ex- explain like, oh, no, I didn't gain weight. I'm just pregnant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, awkward phase. So like I'm like clearly pregnant now. So I definitely feel more comfortable wearing tighter clothes. Like I feel as a pregnant person, I'm more comfortable in tighter clothes than looser fitting clothes. Where like my right. everyday life, I'm more comfortable in looser fitting clothes. Um and I feel good. Like, I love feeling the baby kick. Do you feel the baby kick yet? Oh, so yeah, yesterday I had some ice cream. I know I just said I'm not into sweets, but whatever. <laughs> I had some Van Lewins. And, but then after that, I heard, I felt the baby kick. I was like, for the first time, I was like, I think I feel that flutter. But I wasn't like sure if it was the child or like my body rejecting lactose. <laughs> I don't know. So we'll see. We'll keep, we'll keep an eye out. But um, yeah, I haven't, I'm not, I haven't confirmed that I have. Well, 18 weeks, you probably are feeling like little butterfly flutters and you're like unsure if it's your stomach rumbling or not. Exactly. Exactly. If I've eaten too many, uh, too much of something, I, my body doesn't want me to eat. <laughs> now the baby is like, there are times where I'm like, oh, that hurts. Oh, really? Yeah. It's getting a little crammed in there. Um, and we still have three months to go. So, Isn't it crazy, though? Do you ever feel like you look in the mirror and you're like, I can't believe I'm going to grow for three more months? I I don't understand it. And now that like summer's coming and it's just getting hot out. And I remember that feeling of just being like huge and it being hot at the beach, <laughs> like feeling like a beached whale. So, <laughs> when, are, when are you due again? Uh, June 21st. June 21st. Yeah. Yeah. My body, like, I just totally agree with you about the tight clothes. Um, Although now, like, I finally have, like, a more significant bump and I feel more excited about, like, I feel more excited about it than it just being this, like, sort of soft, larger stomach. (laughs) Um, But also, like, it becomes more like a reality rather than this idea because it's like, you know, the baby's in you, but you can't see anything. So you're kind of like... It's a yeah. little bit of a mind fuck. And now that you could like start to see, you're like, oh, something's growing in there. Right. Totally. But I still can't feel the kicking. So I totally understand like Meghan Markle, why she was always touching her belly <laughs> because I'm like, I'm trying to feel some sort of connection to, because you know what I mean? When you, when you feel the kicking, you're like, I know you're in there. Yeah. But so I'm just like constantly touching my stomach <laughs> and I just like think of Meghan Markle. <laughs> Every single time, but I finally, yeah, I have a bump and I feel more confident with it. Like, and with the clothes, I, I agree because when you wear baggy clothes, you kind of just look bigger rather than like pregnant. And it's such a reverse because I agree with you. Like I liked less tight clothes before. Yeah. No, I'm like, it's, and it's like, it's nice. And it's like nice when people recognize that you're pregnant and people are definitely nicer to you. I'm not like going anywhere. I'm going to the bagel store in Target. <laughs> but people are nicer to you. Do people touch your stomach? No, 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 no. No, it happens. The pizza delivery guy with my per- first pregnancy, a pizza delivery guy touched. Shut my up! Stomach. I swear to God, it was horrible. I felt <laughs> so violated. I didn't know what to do. I didn't even. It was horrible. One of my friends was with me. It was bad. 
that is awful. <laughs> it was so not okay. What did, did you say? Like, please, no, sir. <laughs> it happened so fast, and I just like ran away, and I didn't know what to do. Oh my god, was the pizza good? At least <laughs> that's fucked up. I that's such a violation. Yeah, you can't do not touch somebody else's stomach unless you ask. Ugh. Yeah, I just I've had people already do it. I'm like, it's just soft right now. Please, (laughs) please hold off. Um, It's just weird. Um, But yeah, how how just really quickly, how are you feeling like mentally? Um, You know, I it's I'm okay right now. I'm starting to get back into it. When I first found that I was pregnant, I was having a lot of thoughts of guilt just about, um, you know, Oliver not being an only child anymore and me not being able to give him all of my time, which I already divide with work. And, um, I had a hard time with that. And then like through my second trimester, I felt I wasn't having any of those thoughts, but now that we're getting closer to the finish line, I am having those thoughts again. And I just want to spend as much time with him as possible, because yeah. I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen when, you know, I'm nursing the baby all the time and he wants me to play with him and I can't. And so I'm just starting to think about all those things again. But other than that, I feel like mentally I'm fine. I'm like mentally preparing for this delivery and oh my God. That. I'm pushing that away. I'm pushing those fears away <laughs> right, right now. I'm like just anxious about the fact that it's like, after your appointment, your first appointment, or not first appointment, your last appointment, you feel relief. Two weeks into it, all the anxiety rushes back. And I'm like, it feels like it's been a year since I've been to the doctor yeah. and I need to schedule another ultrasound. I'm also like thinking about the vaccine. I know we're talking about that next week, but that is in the back of my mind. And then I'm just like, I need to know what's going on. I need to feel okay. Like I'm Googling every symptom, knowing that I shouldn't be Googling any symptom. Google's the worst. It's just like a lot. Yeah. And then when you like kind of, for, you really just like kind of wake up and you forgot that you might be pregnant. Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying about your first trimester. You like kind of forget because you don't, like your body isn't different yet. Right. Right. You just like, or, or it just doesn't seem different enough that you just like wake up and you're like, oh, and then you're like, oh, shit. Now I have to worry about this again. (laughs) And it's just, it's just like a lot of like emotion all the time. Yes. But excitement is definitely taken over my anxiety and like knowing it's a girl. And I'm sure for you, like knowing it's a boy helped a lot that in that period. I felt like it helped me plan a little bit more. No way. I don't have to buy anything now. (laughs) That's, I mean, that's true. Um, yeah, it's just it's just like offers like a not that it really means anything, yeah. but it just offers like a connection of like knowing a little bit more about your kid. Right. It's more answers because you're constantly you want to know these answers like the whole time we're wondering what this baby looks like. So, we, yeah, you know, the little answers of like, oh, we want to know if it's a boy or a girl. You know, it just helps us think like, OK, who is this person going to be going to be? Yeah. What color hair are you going to yeah. have? Like. What what is your nose gonna look like? That's all just like those little things I'm just so always exciting. thinking about. It's so exciting. Remember I told you um 
when you first told me you were pregnant or maybe not, you were trying, I don't know. You were asking me about my anxiety when I was pregnant. And I said that I have less anxiety when I'm pregnant than I do when I'm not pregnant. Cause I mm. felt like I was just so excited and there was an answer for everything. So you like kind of get what I like, what I was feeling or you would, there's, you're less anxious while you're pregnant. Like about the things that I was always anxious about. Like I, like I have like severe anxiety. So I always think I'm dying pretty much, (laughs) but I feel like being pregnant, I always have an answer for like how I'm feeling. So yeah. Okay. Yes. Also, here's an example. I know we have to get to our embarrassing story, but I have been having wild fucking dreams, nightmarish dreams, nightmares. And so much so I have to wake up and like wake myself up fully so I don't go back into that same dream. Mm -hmm. And I don't even want to share the dreams. They're so sad and scary. But then I looked it up like I obviously Googled it, like certain dreams. And like I found the themes that are in my dreams, like written about. Yeah. And like why you're feeling that way. And to your point, I feel so much better. I thought it was like a sign that something bad's going to happen. I thought it was like, there's something wrong with me psychologically. This baby is like a succubus. It's sucking the life out of my, but I Googled it and everything is good. (laughs) Good Google. We should do an episode on dreams. Yeah. If you have any weird dreams, you know, and if you're a dream expert and you have any insight on this, like we want to know, email us or DM us. Email us moms at betches.com. Okay, so let's share the embarrassing story of the week. Each week, we're going to share at least one embarrassing moment from either a listener or sometimes one of our own. Please send in your embarrassing stories to moms at betches.com or DM us at betches moms on Instagram, where Brittany is on the other end responding to your DMs. Um, Brittany, do you want to read this one? Because you got it from Instagram. You sent it to me last night and I was peeing in my pants. No, I wasn't physically peeing when you sent it to me. I was peeing because figuratively because it was so funny so it actually sounds like an episode of a tv show i thought it sounded like a joke that like my dad would tell (laughs) i'm so excited okay read it read it this is from allison i'm a pediatrician and when i was still in residency the attending i was following was another young doctor attractive confident very much gray's anatomy material One day when we were seeing patients in the office, we saw a baby who wasn't gaining weight as expected. Baby was exclusively breastfed. I did a thorough interview, but couldn't figure out what was wrong. So the doctor came in and decided to do a breast exam on mom to make sure she was making milk. Well, five minutes into the breast exam, doc goes, here's the problem. You aren't making any milk. She looks at him and says, oh, I know I'm the grandmother. I died. (laughs) She let him do the whole exam and didn't say a word. She was a young grandma and the mom was probably in her early 20s. We didn't ask if she was the mom. We just assumed she never corrected us. Now, every patient (laughs) I see, I make sure to ask. We may never know where the mom was at the time because after that, none of us could go back into the room. My God, that is ridiculous I, I, to be honest with you i read that first part i was like this isn't real. like she's making this up it's not real. and then i was talking to her and she continued the story i was like okay this is a real story and it's amazing that is so so it's technically like so grandma is basically our our yes. mom was was in the room and she had 
she was felt up by this guy. <laughs> oh my God. And that's so amazing that she didn't say anything. She, she wanted to get some. She wanted to get some or just like found amusement <laughs> in the fact that she, she, she was young enough or appeared young enough to be a new mom, which that's. I'm just- sure she was riding that high for a while. That's hilarious. I wish I was in the room, two rooms. I wish I was in the room after when the doctor and this doctor left. And then the other room of when the mom actually came in and the grandma's like, guess what just happened? (laughs) You think that the grandma told the mom? A hundred percent. That's if this grandma has a sense of humor, but clearly she does. She does. Because she accepted this, accepted this. Yes. And she clearly thought, it was a hoot, you know, like she thought it was hilarious. Amazing. We can't top this. You can't. Like, I want, I need to know the perspective of every angle of this story. Like, I wish I knew these people. You know. So funny. I could just imagine just like how awkward it was when she's like, oh, I'm the gra- I know. I'm the grandma. The look on that doctor's face, like, uh. I just if you get if you get somebody who like really was I mean first of all if they were offended in the first place they would have said something to begin with but like a doctor could probably get in a lot of trouble for that <laughs> right I would assume yeah no I mean you can tell when someone's coming towards you <laughs> you know like he was coming near to do the exam that's so fucking funny um also breast exams are like awkward as they are because it's not like he was feeling her up like in a sensual manner it was like tap tap tapity no if you've had a breast exam you know exactly what goes on it's nothing it's not fun they're awkward right so awkward and i have a male um obgyn so i mean like obviously whatever he's already down there doing whatever like he does how many you know women has he seen in his entire life the man's like 70 yes but um it's so awkward because you're like okay i'm having this conversation and i'm naked and my boobs out (laughs) so weird the last time when i went to see my doctor last time i realized as i was like changing into my gown i was like oh shit i forgot to shave (laughs) and so when she when she was up there i was like god this is what i'm gonna have to just tell her so i like lifted my arm and i'm like as my like boob is out i'm like i'm so sorry i forgot to shave (laughs) and she's like trust me it's fine like it's but i just don't believe her i'm like sorry i forgot to shave this one too I just feel, I feel like I have to be so clean and just like when you go to the doctor, right? I, when I go to the doctor, I, I actually posted, um, I posted a meme about this, um, Betch's moms. It's like when you're, when you're like 37 weeks pregnant and you like shave just in case, but like, it looks like a crazy mullet because you literally can't see anything. <laughs> but like the idea that like, you feel like you want to go deliver clean shaven and like just feeling fresh. I think it's more like a personal thing. Like you just want to, like, it makes you feel clean. If you are somebody who likes to shave, like personally, it makes me feel clean. Yeah. So like, but it's just such a funny idea that like, you think a doctor actually cares. It cares at all. I mean, like it was also just like my armpits. It wasn't that like big of a deal, but I was, I don't want her to think that like, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, shaving, shaving also is like, you know, your choice. Yeah, of course. Doesn't mean anything if you don't shave or no don't shave. No judgment if you don't shave, but personal <laughs> preference. But for me, I am 
I feel awkward when I forget, which these days in COVID. Oh, I'm right there with you. We're not, we're not going out in public. Yeah. And the winter, please. So, um, yeah, it was really awkward. And, but I, my, doc, doctors care to a degree. Like my mom, obviously hearing, she's like, she tells me some stories of like, oh man, I have this patient who does not shower. Oh no. And she cannot see them. Oh no. She just has to like, Wear a mask. Like, well, now wearing a mask is probably so much better. I mean, they they do they wear masks? Yeah, I think they, my doctor always wore a mask anyway. I can't remember. Okay. But yeah, it must be like double masking is probably, probably. Like, you know what? I'm gonna triple mask just in case. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's hilarious. Um, anyway, guys, send your embarrassing stories to moms at betches.com if you can top that one, or DM us at betches moms on Instagram. Yes. So now it's time for our No Mom Guilt segment presented by Heineken Zero Zero. It's not just another non-alcoholic beer. It's an alcohol-free beer. So let's share our No Mom Guilt story of the week. This podcast is all about being honest and real about life as a mom. We're also not interested in mom guilt. We all do the stuff that we're worried others will judge us for, but you don't need to feel guilty for any of the shit you do as a mom. So to close out the show, we're going to share a no mom guilt story for the week. Let's get started. Yes. So Aileen, how are you feeling this week? Are you feeling, I know you're not a mom yet, but there's definitely guilt that comes along with being a soon to be mom and being pregnant. Totally. As a mom to be, as a pregnant person, um, I just feel like being, not to stereotype myself, but being a Jewish person, <laughs> I feel, <laughs> I hear, I hear the guilt of my like ancestors <laughs> or like my grandma in my head 24 seven. But put that aside, put, put like that, the normal, the norm, my regular bar of guilt um, aside. I, um, I just feel like there's so much that I'm not doing or like, I'm never doing enough. Like, and I don't know if that I'm assuming that's going to happen and that's going to happen past pregnancy. You're not, you know, you're an inadequate mother. Like I'm sure that feeling happens, but despite me logically knowing that I still feel it. Like, for example, a lot of people have been recommending books to me and I'm always like, yeah, of course I'm going to check those out. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like flipping through Netflix. <laughs> I just, I, I really, I want to read them, but I need to be in that mindset yeah. to get there. And I just feel so guilty about not doing enough research yet. Did you do a lot of research? I, I personally did not read one book. Okay. I, I did it. I, but I was reading like articles upon articles every single night. Okay. Um, you know, we were talking, uh, we were talking earlier about, um, all of our pregnancy apps and, um, some of my apps that I have are, uh, what to expect when you're expecting baby center. And I feel like they always pushed out great articles that I read about. Okay. And that's like, that's where my preparedness came from. I didn't read books. So okay. I, I, I think that that's okay. Right. Okay. Well, I feel better. Um, there is one book I'm going to read, which it's about like sleep training, but I'm not going to do that until later. I did read a sleep training book, but it was after. Yeah. I'm going to save that one. Um, and, but before I think I, 
I want to read like maybe some what I need to be short. <laughs> like, like um, my sister-in-law gave me a book that was like as big as the dictionary or in the encyclopedia. Yeah. And I was like, which yeah. chapter should I start with? <laughs> it was just too much. Okay. That is one thing I feel guilty about. And another one I feel really guilty about, like really, really is that I'm not exercising enough. Like, and every app, speaking of apps, are always like, oh, please make sure you get 30 days. And I'm just like, okay. So, like, you know, I try to go out and walk, but as a person who would like, as a hard, I used to be a pretty hardcore exerciser pre-pregnancy. Yes. I lost that, I lost that, not motivation, but I lost that feeling of like wanting to work out during my first trimester because I felt like pure shit. And um, right now I'm starting to feel like, like my ass is hurting me as I'm sitting here. So I think maybe I'll do a squat, but I just can't imagine myself. Oh, I did like a Peloton, like prenatal basics where all I did was breathing. <laughs> I'm like, working on your- I love that class though. I did that one. Working on your pelvic floor. I was like, yes, great workout, Robin. Thank you. Yes. It was like, really. she's like, we're going to get to it soon. I'm like, okay, we've been 10 minutes into this. I'm loving this class, but it's, I, I feel that guilt, but at the same time, I know, I know again, logically deep down your mental health is the most important. Physical health is obviously so important, but yes, I'm like my mental health, because I feel like I'm in an okay place. I'm eating well. I'm, I know I'm getting out to do it walking. I'm walking my dog. I'm, I'm not, but I'm not like fucking like lifting weights, which and I think that's fine. Look, I think that it's hard, especially being in a pandemic where, you know, we're typically we're we're used to commuting to work and right. walking, getting all that exercise. I know in my first pregnancy, I didn't I, I I have that guilt, that exercise guilt now with not working out. But with my first pregnancy, I was like, I'm walking like definitely a half hour each day when it comes to commuting. So I was like, all right, great. I got my exercise in. But I, I feel you on the fact that like it's super hard now. And like, but you know what? We shouldn't feel guilty about that. All we could do, like, go out and walk Sansa. And like, if it's for 15 minutes a day and not 30 minutes a day, whatever, like you're still doing so much. And the best that you could do is just like, like you're saying, like, keep your mental health and your, and your physical health, like good. And just like, feel good, do whatever you can to feel good. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. I also, when it gets warmer, I'll want to go outside more. Like the winter was just like a, right. It's just like a depressing time. <laughs> Seasonal depression is real. It's so awful. But you're yeah. so right about like pandemic, like your your neat or your non-exercise activity, thermogenesis, like all of the stuff <laughs> that you do, like going up the stairs or walking to to the subway or walking to your car, that all of that has been removed. So all of that movement that you normally would have gotten is not here. So it's going to come back once, you know, the weather is better and you're making it outside and making moves out there. But anyway, thanks Brittany for making me feel better. And yeah. And if anybody else is feeling the same, obviously email us or anybody's feeling any type of mom guilt, pregnant or not pregnant, have seven children, email us moms at betches.com. And thanks again to Heineken zero zero. You know, when you really want to enjoy happy hour, but also needed to make it to that spin class, you've skipped three times. Wow. That's really topical with Heineken zero zero. You can high kick that FOMO to the curb. It's not just another non-alcoholic beer. It's an alcohol free beer. The brewers at Heineken had very kindly removed the alcohol and potential regret, but kept all the good stuff. 
So it still has the taste you love. Now you can enjoy a cold one whenever you want and actually raise the chances of you making it to that spin class. And did we mention it's only 69 calories? So get ready to sweat and give it a try. Pick up a pack of Heineken 00 at your local retailer or get it delivered to your door because we're now sedentary, like we said, and we're not moving anywhere. Must be 21 or older to purchase. Please drink responsibly. So that is it for this episode of Betches Moms. Please, guys, we hope you love this show. We love it. I, I'm actually so excited to record this, by the way. Brittany, are you? It's so therapeutic. Like, I mean, as we know, you know, what we just went through <laughs> in some of our other episodes, it's totally therapeutic. And, um, you know, we're making some new mom we're friends. making so. some friends. Guys, share it with your mom friends. Share it with your pregnant friends. Share it with your mom curious friends. Don't forget. And if you love the, the podcast, if you love the show so far, please go on iTunes and give us a little five-star ratings. Leave a little review. Tell us why you like us. Um, and... Just click su- subscribe. It's great. Nothing happens. Yeah. You just click subscribe. I can't even yeah. say the word subscribe. And um, <laughs> if you listen on Spotify, click follow. And please go follow Betch's Moms on Instagram. Brittany is there doing amazing work and sharing really hilarious videos, posting really great information, sharing information from all of you guys. So please go follow. I fucking love that account. Your, our account. <laughs> I love it. You do a great job. So follow that. Follow me at Aileen. And me at Rich. And remember, there are no rules in this podcast. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Right, Regina? Please stop talking. The Betches Moms podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Editing by Stacey Wong. Social media by Brittany Levine. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your emails to moms at betches.com. Betches.